In this episode of Carly's Couch, we talk about displaced emotions and projection. Is it affecting your relationships? Dun, dun, dun. Exactly. Wow! Ooh. You didn't. Ooh. You didn't go the usual route. You know what I noticed is the moment you point something out, I stop. Huh? Like the moment you're like, <laughs> you always do that. I stop, and oh, I'm like, there's oh, one I don't more thing that you it. always do, and every time you do it, I'll be like, oh, I'm like, nah, it? I'm gonna I'm leave it. What is nope, it? because because you do it all. You say it's something you say all the time, and I I feel like it's grammatically incorrect. I'm not what sure, but every no, I, I'm is not gonna tell you. I want to tell you. Now. <laughs> she said, now. No, also, if I'm out here being grammatically incorrect, don't let me. But it might, it might not be, crazy. but it's just something I just noticed. Like, she, oh, she always says it. One time you said it, and then then as you kept saying it, I'm like, oh, that's just, that's just how she speaks. So you, all, you, you do always. You always say, you don't say, when I was little, you always say, whenever I was little. Or you say, whenever. Oh, interesting. You, I didn't you know. Say, I actually don't know what's grammatically correct on that. Well, because one time you said it, and I was like, what? Because usually it's like, Whenever is like whenever I'm about to do a thing or whenever this happens, this happens. But you're you'll say it where it's when, where it's like a definite thing that's done or happened or whatever. So like oh, you'll say whenever I lived in, whenever I was living in oh. this place, I say See, she had whenever, whenever, whenever I cook works. But you be, no, but it's not wild. It's just funny because every time you say it, I be like <laughs> she said <it> every time. <laughs> See, look, that's how I sound like a girl. I ain't gonna hold y'all. Uh, but that's just so random. But because I'm sitting beside you all the time yeah, here and you yeah. talk, that's all. That's what it is. It is funny. We really should I hear do that my episode too, where we talk about off. our mannerisms. We really should do yeah. a switch show. Yeah, because <laughs> please know I'd be pissed off at myself too. I, I do. That's why I asked you. That's I why I got like, kind of serious. Like, tell me. Because no. it's like, no, I, I like to like be correct. <laughs> I think it's funny because we do things and you don't really think about it like that. But to your point, and also, like, I feel like the way we explore, whenever we're exploring things. <laughs> um, that makes sense. We talk See, now you got to think about it. We we talk so much around each other and are always, it's never like, because a lot of times we're learning and growing on the podcast. Um, our, all of our little mannerisms also get stuck. Like, um, mm, like when we're thinking, mm-hmm. when we're trying to explain through things. And so we also learn those things about each other. And how probably how we too. stumble through. Yeah. How we process mm-hmm. and, and stuff. Whereas like, if you're having normal conversations, that's not always the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I be sounding like Kanye because it's like I don't know from one sentence didn't finish it to the next sentence, and I just be like, please shut up. And then I'll I'll be like, Carly just sitting here like ready to say her part, and I'm like, just be like, log off. <laughs> you just hit me with the that's enough <laughs> in the sentence because it's turning into some mess. Now y'all gonna laugh whenever y'all see that happen. But <sighs> yeah, we'll get to our questions from the couch this week. Y'all gave us some interesting answers on this. What are friends good for? Hmm. Well, the first person said, still trying to figure that out. And then the other person said, absolutely nothing. That's what I kept Say hearing, it again. too. Well, every time really? I, yeah, every, when I was like, what is, well, really, I was going, what in is it good for? <laughs> That's really what I was doing. I was Jackie Chan <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Wall. Say it again. Who? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> conversation and hanging out, for sure. Real ones push you out of your comfort zone. And mm-hmm. accountability. I got mm-hmm. a few accountabilities. Mm-hmm. So that's together. Like, they... Mm-hmm. keep you keep you accountable keep you where you need to be love and encouragement sure companionship support yes inspiration uh to help sharpen you and vice versa mm-hmm. laughter that's beautiful Some- everything you need whoa that's a lot yeah that's a lot um eating snacks together <laughs> that is true though that everything you need one is true eating snacks together is real too talking you in or out of things. And then sharing what you wouldn't share with strangers mm. or untrustworthy people. Mm-hmm. 
What do you think friends are good for? What are friends good for? Mm. My first thoughts um, for this question was that friends are good um, as support. Like, that's the main thing I was thinking about, like, which somebody, I think, kind of said, like, Mm -hmm. everything you need. So, like, anything you need. um, I probably already said this before one time. But if you have nothing but you have a bunch of relationships, then you're fine. Um, I was talking to one of my clients the other day. I was like, you have a feeling you would let me, like, crash your house before let me be homeless. She's like, yeah, of course. (laughs) So, I'm like, oh, when you think about all the people in your life, like, there's no reason for you, not reason for you to, but you have places to go, someone to call. Um, and it doesn't have to be, like, monetary and all of that. But, like, even if you need to pick me up, laugh, whatever. So I think that's really what friends are good for. Yeah, that's a great answer. Um, so I agree with that. And also my mind first was, like, oh, like, just life companions to grow to grow through things with, to go on adventures with. Like, mm-hmm. so I guess that technically is also everything. Yeah, to experience with- things. Because mm-hmm. I think I feel so honored that all my friends choose to do life with me. And I love mm-hmm. the wording on choose because they could choose to be anywhere in any anything, but they're here with me. Mm-hmm. I like yours a lot, too, because I was trying to think of, like, what's something where it doesn't feel like it's just serving you. Um, so that's a good one, too. Like, you you don't have to, but to experience life with other people is what makes it fun. So And beautiful. Yeah. And with friends as opposed to like family, it's like you're choosing these people and you know you're compatible or you're on the same page of life and blah, 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 right? As opposed to sometimes the people that we don't choose, you don't always have the most compatibility with or uh, get along with all the time and stuff and all of that. So that's really important to have friends. I'm sorry. <laughs> I keep like trying to rearrange myself after I've oh, gotten no. situated. My knee was about to be asleep. Oh, God. Okay. <clears throat> but, yes, yeah, so thank you for answering our questions from the couch as always. But this week we talking about displaced anger. Mm. And my first thoughts, because I know my mama did it, but she worked third shift also. So I know she was pissed off all day. Um, (laughs) We were in the crib making noise and stuff. Um, But I feel like most people can identify with the, as kids, like you in the house chilling and sitting there. And then like your mom come home from work and she like, why the dishes still in the sink? Did you pull that meat out? What's this? What's that? Your room not clean? And like, it felt like they would just be, parents would just be mad like Mm -hmm. all the time or like grumpy. And it's like, not even do anything. We're just sitting here chilling. Also, as an adult, I do get, like, when you see people just enjoying their life and there's so many things to get done and you feel like you have to do it all. But um, that's one of the things I think about. Um, Man, I actually thought about a life thing. So, yes. And I was going to say, you also see it a lot of times whenever parents, like, explode at kids for being kids mm-hmm. or doing kids stuff. Or even teachers, right? Like, let's take it out of parents. You see teachers explode on kids for being kids. And I work with kids. Mm-hmm. And I be one to explode sometimes, too. But you have to remember, like, that's not their fault that you have things going on in your life. And mm-hmm. they're just being kids. And so it's like a balance of, like, discipline in that, but not always, like, exploding on them. But I thought of a real-life example. I was in business school with um, – and we were in a, in a team. And I remember one of the girls – was so mad at me one day. We were in there, and I was just, like, vibing along. She was like, not everybody can just be relaxing and doing yoga and stuff during school. And I, in my head, I was like, <laughs> and in my head, she I was, was like, straight bro. But then in my head, I was like, bitch, we all doing the same class. I mean, we in the same class. What do you see? You're choosing this, and you're mad at me. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> she really went off on me. Well, you could lay down and do some yoga right now if you wanted to. That's what I said, right. too, because she, she acted like it was this thing that people couldn't do, and it just – I just now thought about that. Like, that's a <laughs> glaring projection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, now that you say it like that, I have a few people who, like, say, like, what do you know about this? Or you don't know nothing, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, all right. <laughs> anyway, um, other examples I think of when it comes to, um, like, displaced emotion is, like, there's, it's kind of a joke, but it's actually real. Um, 
the the joke part is just put it on men because I'd actually do this too. But the joke on Twitter sometimes where they're like, oh, men are so mean when they when they down or when they broke or whatever, and like how they're mean to everybody and they're always lashing out and stuff. And it's like, yeah, and that, that's literally my version of projection. But um, that's an example that I see in real life too. Like people when you know they're kind of going through something or struggling and they just – you, it just seems like, why are you so mean to everybody? You're being mean to all the people around you. Um, and it seems like it's just kind of something going on in your life. And that's what projection is, is taking your emotions and the things that are going on and putting it on other people. Another example is um, whenever someone's cheating, but then they're always like telling their partner, oh, you must be out here cheating on me, but they the ones who are cheating. So not even just projecting Ugh. emotions, but also actions and behaviors and one. thoughts. Yeah, but it's and because it really they're be doing like it. Yes. It re- like and that's that's why now mm, maybe I say for the last few years specifically I always think about it in a way of like the people who talk so much about like things they don't want and and all this it's like it it really always feels like it's those people who are who are doing those things so I'm usually kind of conscious about the way people talk about mm-hmm. certain stuff especially around relationships and all that because I think it does give you a little insight into that um, one thing you said you said. That is what projection is, like taking how you feel and you're putting it on someone else. What is that? Can you go into that a little bit more? Like, does that mean projections like I feel bad, so I want you to feel bad? Or is it saying like, like with the yoga girl, maybe it's like, I don't. It was her not feeling like she could feel free. So she was projecting her anger about like not uh, about a perceived angry about something. Yeah. On to me. And uh, like for mm. whatever reason, and maybe she really wasn't mad at me because maybe I wasn't doing the thing. And now I think about it, like maybe I didn't get my part of the assignment done, which is like fine. Oh, that's that, crazy. No, but listen, <laughs> but, but I wasn't doing yoga. But that was the thing. I wasn't doing yoga mm. when that happened. I was trying to build my other business. So I had all this yoga content that I was posting <laughs> that I wasn't even really doing. But it was like anger about whatever situation. So the anger could have been justified in the sense mm. of work not being done of her having a bad day maybe she got into a mm-hmm. car accident maybe something happened but the way she framed it and it came out on me uh, it was like it's like bl- kind of like blaming them yeah too it's like bit. it's like blaming them it's like making them feel making a type them of way responsible yeah making me bit. responsible for how she's feeling is she's mad because i'm doing yoga which mm-hmm. is not the real reason why she was mad you know what i'm saying and so it's projecting how we feel onto others. It may not make mm-hmm. sense. It may not have a direct correlation, but a lot of times it's just inside how we feel, like putting that blame, that feeling, that whatever on someone else and making them kind of the reason why. Mm-hmm. And that's funny too, because a lot of times it's like you're making assumptions about how they're doing or how they're feeling or whatever, and it really ain't none of that at all. Um, so basically, projection and displaced emotions comes from how we feel. Mm-hmm. And I think I kind of wanted to do this episode. I think I kind of planned it because I definitely, um, I was getting accused a lot of being like, you're projecting. Or have you ever heard of displaced emotions? And I was like, no, like in my mind, it's like, I'm not displacing anything on you. I'm really upset because this floor is dirty. I'm really actually upset because this or that or that or that or that. And yet, um, they were right because then I started realizing, like, I, we talked about this a few episodes ago, too, when I was thinking about, like, dang, I, I have a tendency to, like, I'm coming across critical and, and people don't feel like they they can do enough or do it right. And that really comes from me being, you know, because I'm angry because whatever's not right. And then I did kind of realize, like, actually, I did have zero attitude. When my bank account is right and my money is right, I be having no attitude, which is crazy because lately I've been feeling real great. But 
I noticed there was like a few, it was like a few months where, and it also depends on relationships too. Cause sometimes like we say, you could be cool with people and like people close to you is where you're holding like them to like mm-hmm. a higher thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, I was just like immediately like upset, grouchy. And then I, I could feel that too. And I was like, I think that they are right. Like, I'm upset about certain stuff. And so I'm just sitting here being mad at you. Cause like, why don't you care about doing stuff? Why don't you care about doing more or doing this or that or whatever? Um, and it messes up your relationships. Absolutely. And like friendships and, and I mean, also it just is not a great place to grow from as a human. Like we all do it. We all do projection, but it's a defense mechanism. Yeah. Um, in that case, for sure. Yeah. Like a defense mechanism and, a coping How strategy. I'm coping well with my own, like being upset because I'm not doing or where I wanted to be or whatever. Exactly. And so we all fall victim to it. Right. And we, so we have to be hyper aware, but it is, it's that defense mechanism an unconscious mental strategy to help us process all of these emotions that are very real and things that are very much happening in our lives, like anxiety, stress, et cetera. But it's that unconscious a- attribution of your own thoughts or feelings or something to another person. It is why Mm. someone snaps whenever they didn't take out the trash. It's usually never about the trash. I would say the 0.01% of times that it is, it's usually like other relationship things, other them not holding their weight in the relationship or them not doing things or showing up for you or, or making you feel seen or making you feel appreciated. And so then you kind of snap on them Mm -hmm. about Mm. something seemingly small. And Mm -hmm. so like whenever you're projecting you are reacting. <laughs> oh, I did. I, I told do you. say it. That's why it's just Dang. funny. It's just funny. That's why I was like, you all, you gonna I say gotta, it? I gotta figure that out. So when <laughs> I guess this could be whenever, whenever, yeah, that could yeah. Work so too. whenever you're projecting, you are reacting from your past thoughts and experiences, <clears throat> and mm-hmm. you're not in the present. And so it's almost like mm-hmm. you have on those goggles mm-hmm. from like stress, anxiety, insecurity, bank account on e, whatever it is, and then you're like seeing the world from that, which always makes you like more of a catalyst for other explosive experiences. Hmm. I would be, so I'm going to just keep using this example, of like stuff being on the floor. I don't, I, I realize for me, things that I expect and I, I will get upset when my expectations are met on certain things because in my brain, that's how a person shows me that they respect me or love me or care about me. So I notice too, if I look back and think about any time I, I would be like upset about something, really like the question I was asking myself or asking through being mad is like, does this person not love me? Does this person not care about me? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I realized like I'm, I'm, I'm attributing like certain actions to like how I want to feel. And because of that's what I do. And, and it really is like you got to get out of the past and out of your brain and out of the hurt um, because in that moment you could at least like stuff could be wrong and you can or, or not how you want it to be. And there's just so much better ways to deal with it. I think that's the point, too. Mm-hmm. It's like we're not saying like anytime you feel any kind of way that really is just you because people do mess up. Facts. And, Big facts. And, you know, or and or maybe it's something you don't care for, but it might not be the end of the world or whatever. So it's not that stuff isn't wrong but it's like all right am i exploding on you or can i have the the self-awareness to understand like this is how i understood this to me this felt like oh, you don't care about me because you left stuff on the floor when i'm coming you didn't care to clean up um as opposed to coming from a different place of love and like now i have to have an attitude all day just because of that but like you could talk about it which is something i, I started doing actually i had a real good conversation i was like you know what this is kind of what it makes me feel like um 
when this is happening and they's like, oh, I get that. So like, wow, you can actually have a conversation instead of going on and on and on and it builds up and you're just arguing all the time and, and the anger is not being explored. Like what's the root of it? What is that past thing of hurt? Like, oh, this person is going to leave me or they don't care about me. They don't mm-hmm. like me anymore. So like, it sounds kind of like, all right, but like it really, it really is that deep of like the things that trigger you and bother you. Like it really is coming from other things in the past, all that build up. Mm-hmm. And as I say, mine personally, like I definitely have exploded on people or have misplaced anger. Um, but also I notice a lot of like anytime I have like rejection or feelings of insecurity or other stuff in my life, like I feel like then when mm. I'm looking at my partner that they're not accepting of me because I'm feeling rejected in other ways or mm-hmm. I want them to do extra stuff to make me feel loved because I'm struggling to love myself in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just notice like me putting that or even talk, take it back to trauma, like abandonment. Like I think if I fight with my partner that they're just going to leave me and never talk to me again, it sounds crazy, but that's a lot of people's childhood traumas. Mm-hmm. And so I start to overreact and start to like try to hold on too it tight and, make do it stuff. Worse. and it always makes it worse. <laughs> and so it, I think instead of recognizing your need and, and what's go what's going on and being mm-hmm. able to verbalize that, or even just to be like, I actually need some time to myself. So I'm not doing this to you, mm-hmm. but, um, like feeling insecure and feeling like people are looking at you crazy or judging you. It's like, baby, nobody cares. Everybody's mm-hmm. going through their own stuff and it can be debilitating in relationships. We talked about the problem of perfectionism and the cost of that in relationships, but projecting will end one of them holes real quick. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's easy to notice when other people are projecting on you because you like, just like with the yoga thing, you're like, that ain't my problem. That's that's a you problem. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes we see that easily, but I don't think we realize like how often we probably can project on others, especially, um, I think you can tell if you like go back and look at like social media and stuff like that, you'll see where it's like, actually that was coming from a little bit from a place of hurt or from this or that. Mm-hmm. Right. Or you feel some kind of way. Um, but I know with me, one of the ways I recognize, um, it in myself when I'm projecting or I'm having a displaced like emotions. The the biggest thing is being highly reactive. Like I'm super reactive, not in a like explode angry way. I don't think so. Um, it's not like it's angry, but I do like to turn up and like get the energy out of me and like da 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 da. But then the other person might like shut down or whatever. Um, I also I can be defensive, but that is something that I work pretty hard to like. And actually, I think I've gotten a lot better there. Like when somebody's telling me about myself or about something relevant that I could take personally or whatever to like, just listen and, and be like, Hmm, like look for how the person can be right. Instead of um, looking to disagree with them. We talked about that in one of our way long ago um, things. But when I'm, when I'm being defensive or like reacting pretty quickly, basically the quicker I talk, the more I'm probably projecting. (laughs) For me, um, it's like feeling big emotions for something seemingly small. So for example, like seeing stuff on the floor, all of a sudden I feel Mm -hmm. like you don't love me. And it's like, how do we get here, sis? But it comes from a very real place. So I'm not saying that your emotions mm-hmm. aren't real. You just got to make sure to not put that on the other person. So being overly hurt, feeling overly sensitive over what somebody said, or even their the way that they might have like got off a phone call. Um, I called one of my friends the other day, and she got off the phone real fast. And at first, part of me was like, what did I do? And I was like, girl, she's probably having a tough day. And then she texted me. was like, yo, my bad. I was in the elevator. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to say, yeah, it don't even be a tough yeah, day. Yeah, it, it really don't be that. But that, um, and then feeling, having. <laughs> I'll be exiting out of the uh, Google Zoom so fucking fast. Oh, man, out of Cause here. Because my, my arrow's already on it. And I'm like, everybody, you know how it takes 20 minutes for people Ooh. to be gone. And yeah, I'll be, like, be out of here. All right, bye, guys. All right, have a good weekend. I'll be like, all right, click. <laughs> yeah. like, dang, I was talking on myself and cut it off. <laughs> so it's not you. But another big sign that you might be 
projecting or having displaced emotions is if you're, if you have difficulty being objective, um, getting perspective or feeling empathy and being able to see something from someone else's perspective, like standing on what Lex said, I think that that's a huge one because I am normally a very curious, very open, very understanding person. And that's a telltale sign for me that when I'm not, mm. it's because I'm projecting or tripping. <laughs> mm. What is difficulty being objective? Like being able to not take it personal? I would or say like that, see a, seeing it from a different side, mm-hmm. like being able to take yourself out of it and look at the mm-hmm. actual situation, mm-hmm. like just being able to be objective, like stop yeah. looking at it from this one perspective and like being able to look at mm-hmm. it as mm-hmm. a whole, like, mm-hmm. oh man, you was right. I did kind of turn up for no reason. Mm-hmm. Or like this stuff's on the floor because this person is depressed or, and going through whatever, like it don't, it don't be having nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you have, uh, <laughs> Keith Lee. Almost, I almost got that God on bless. your mug. You know? Almost had your person <laughs> do doing it. I don't do that. You though. do that. Yes, you do. I can I rewind do. to episodes. You absolutely do. That's funny. Yes, she does. That, because um, you be when you Malcolm think you, when you thinking you be doing this. Do oh, that's so funny because I see I don't I don't recall that. Anyway, she's making fun of my hands right now. But <laughs> so if you have issues with projection or yes, let's just talk about you. Um, then here are some questions you could think about. It, and really, I kind of feel like if if it's like you get around a person, you kind of get an attitude sometimes, and you're like, what is it? Because sometimes that happens. It's like, I don't dislike this person, but like something annoys you or gets on your nerves. Usually that's about yourself. <laughs> is this behavior I dislike in this person something that I find intolerable in myself? And for me, one example um, of that is if I am around somebody or see an example of somebody doing like real deep people pleasing where you see it and it's mm. like doing so much like i it bothers me so bad and i think it just triggers up the part of me it's like girl you don't have to do all that or like why are you saying why are you saying this why are you why are you doing that? why are you cleaning up this person's house when they invited you over for lunch or you know whatever and that i that's one of the things i think that i it bothers me i would say another one is maybe like know-it-alls or people who Mm -hmm. always raise their hand and answer it's like why are you mad at that (laughs) check yourself me talking Mm -hmm. to me um Another question to ask on top of that one is, in what ways do I act like this person? And kind of evaluating your own self. So I can definitely um, relate to that know-it-all thing and mm-hmm. always being the person to answer questions or ask questions or raise my hand or talk. I feel like I'm always the person talking in this situation. So sometimes mm-hmm. I kind of chill out. What types of stories am I telling myself about this person or situation? So are you telling yourself that, oh, they must have got upset or I did something? Or how many other things could it have been, um, whether – they phoned up, they dropped their phone, whether they did just hang up and like they just weren't thinking about because somebody's about to talk to them. Like you don't really know. And, and it doesn't help to just be worried and or put negative emotions on it or something to run through your mind when, you know, who knows? Who or what does this person or situation remind me of? And mm-hmm. I would encourage you to take time really sitting with that's that one, one because that's more <laughs> so for me is like it automatically triggers me and takes me back to my past. And so um, I'll kind of get loud in arguments or stuff sometimes too, not because I'm trying to yell at the person, but because um, that's what I had to do to be hurt when I was younger. And so if I feel triggered, like you're not hearing me or not listening to me or not giving me the benefit of the doubt, I'm going to get loud because I want you to hear me. But that's not, that doesn't necessarily make sense. But I notice that that happens in arguments. And so really Mm -hmm. sitting with like, where does this parallel in my life? Um, You know, what could this be coming from or stemming from? Yeah, and that's also a good one to consider in regards to relationships because a lot of times you'll think about how, oh, it was a past woman that um, got you thinking this way or feeling this way or it's past men that are things that have happened that now you're kind of putting their sins on a partner on your dating life or whatever, and that's a dangerous thing to do as well. And then moving forward, it kind of leads me to the question, 
how can we manage all these difficult feelings in life mm-hmm. and still respect the people around us? What I have done is uh, a, f- a few things. So, A, I think a lot, and which I keep telling myself, like, I need to think less probably. But I'll think a lot about stuff, and I, I go through those questions actually. Like, I'll think about, like, okay, does that that doesn't have anything to me, to do with me, or I shouldn't care about this, and or oh, this is really what I'm disliking. What, why do I, you know, think that I'm not doing good in that space? Like, I think about all those things. Mm-hmm. So, A, like, I really just think through it. Two, um, one of the ways that I manage difficult feelings when I have them, if somebody's wrong or if I feel they're wrong or rub me wrong or whatever, is um, in that I could do a quick thinking to really think about, like, what what is the need? Because just like they say with the kids, like a, a misbehaving child is a child whose needs are unmet. Mm-hmm. It's very similar um, projection is a way of like acting out. And like I said at the beginning, I'm really like, why don't you love me? Or you don't love me. And like, it's really, you need something, whether you need assurance, whether you need, um, nurturing, whether you need, uh, whatever, right. Mm-hmm. It's a need. And so a lot of times it's like, all right, what do, what do I really need right now? Or what do I need to feel? Or what am what am I not feeling? And I'm able to kind of more so actually, also then have conversations and talk about if it's a type of relationship where it's important um, to express that, right? Because you don't want it to happen again and, or you just want them to understand where you're coming from or why. Um, So when I do understand something, when it clicks, because it's not always immediate, but something will click and I'll be like, you know what, actually that's why I got upset when you, when I passed you my shoes to put them down and you just kind of threw them in the closet. Cause I'm thinking like, that's not how I do things. I would have done it with care. And then it just seemed like you didn't care. And so if it feels like you don't care at, this and then I think about and so like I can explain it even though they're like yeah you're crazy like that don't make sense but you know at least in my head I was like ah okay and I realized like what is it really about and that helps me to then separate like what's the me problem and what's going on with them and what can I expect from them I love all those things and I'm going to try to pull out the keys that I heard and then also relate it to mine so ownership um, owning um, and possibly apologizing if you recognize that you turn up in a situation and then communicating. So sharing that with the person <laughs> and the, or your partner or who you're talking to. So ownership, communication, <laughs> possibly apologizing if that's a thing. Um, but then also taking time for yourself and either communicating that in that moment or doing it later to really unpack why you mm-hmm. did X and why you felt the need to raise your voice or to throw whatever. Cause I had a home girl who just recently um, she's dating this guy. I really likes him. They got into an argument. He walked out the door and she threw something out the door. And she was like, oh, shit, why did I do that? And then he yeah. walked in and he said, did you really just throw something yeah. at the door? And she was like, yeah. she said she just was so, Catch yourself man, like, why the fuck was I doing that? And so really sitting with yourself. Mm-hmm. And and I would also say being patient and trying to be as kind to yourself as possible because we are just big kids. All of these unhealed wounds and traumas mm-hmm. are from a place, a very justifiable place, but they don't necessarily have a hold or a space in our adult lives. And in yeah. order to improve our relationships, we really have to take that time time to unpack to heal to set with them but it's a lot of communication a lot of apologizing a lot of checking in with yourself and being kind to yourself and reminding yourself that there are no bad emotions I remember Mm -hmm. I used to feel bad about feeling anger about feeling upset sad like all this stuff and it's okay it's a necessary part of life um Couples that argue are actually supposed to be a lot healthier and that actually talk through things. So shout out to the Godman Institute for all the research on that. But just reminding yourself that it's okay. We actually did an episode on anger. So if you want to learn how to process your anger or work through those things in a healthy way, check out episode 207. Mm-hmm. And along with what you said, I think I think a big key <laughs> is that 
you should be showing respect in all of your communications, especially in particular relationships that are close or where you might be projecting. And I think after a while you kind of can notice the things that keep coming up. And I think that it's important to still practice relationships, friendships, romantic relationships, et cetera. You still have to practice in those relationships. It's not something that you st- could do by yourself, right? Like you don't know you're going to throw something at the door until you're like so mad and in a relationship that then your face was like, oh, that's how that came out. And so things are going to happen and you do have to be accountable. You do have to apologize. You do have to recognize um, ways to communicate with respect. Because the biggest issue and the biggest place where relationships fall apart is when we stop talking about what's important. And the best way to do that efficiently is to not project, but to really be able to express what you need, um, how you feel. And hopefully you're talking to somebody who is paying attention and respecting what you are hoping to see. And it's not going to be easy and it's not going to be perfect. So we all out here practicing mm-hmm. together. Hit us this week at Carly's Couch. Let us know how you're working through projecting slash displaced emotions. Peace out.